Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's fine. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week is the Harvard. Yes. In, <laughs> in honor of you being a Harvard graduate and me being a current Harvard student. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, welcome to the dysfunctional family. <laughs> uh, so the Harvard... Is a cocktail that has been around not as long as Harvard the University, but since 1895. I mean, that's the first time it was printed in 1895. So obviously the drink was around. Before Harvard's that. been around to like since the Aztec Empire. Well, not quite. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to somebody about this, and uh, I love these facts. These like these timelines don't make sense together. Yeah. Kind of facts. And and I just read one about Harvard, which was for the first few years of Harvard's existence, they didn't teach calculus because calculus hadn't been invented yet. Isaac Newton invented calculus, yeah. but like a few years after Harvard was founded. Disappointingly, it wasn't invented at Harvard. <laughs> nope, it was not. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> uh, so the Harvard cocktail is cognac, sweet vermouth, and, and friends... I have avoided making so many cocktails for cocktail of the week because they use vermouth because I am not a vermouth fan. And I was like doing some cocktail research a few weeks ago and came across the suggestion that one could replace sweet vermouth with Lilit Blanc, which I like very much. Yeah. Weird. And I wouldn't so have thought of those as the same as like substitutable. Apparently like it's it's the number one bartender suggested substitution for sweet vermouth mm. is Lilith Blanc, which I like. So now I'm finding all these cocktails that call for vermouth and I was like, well, I will make that the Genway with Lilith Blanc instead of vermouth. So the Harvard has cognac, sweet vermouth, but I use Lilith Blanc. S simple syrup, Angostura bitters, and then club soda. Maybe you've turned it, it into the Radcliffe. Which is better. Has a cool crest. I know, but it was really a, a tool of the patriarchy to oppress women. Radcliffe? Mm-hmm. That, like, Hillary Clinton could wouldn't be a graduate of Harvard College. She would have been a graduate of Radcliffe. She went to Wellesley. It's not the point. Oh, I see. The point <laughs> is that, like... <laughs> So recently as people that we know are important, the women were not actually given degrees from Harvard College. They were given degrees from Radcliffe. That's right. Now they get both. And it's a bunch of bullshit that they were not given Harvard degrees. And we're, and there's weird things where like some sports are Radcliffe sports and some, some sports are Harvard women's sports. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal is. They haven't quite figured it all out. <laughs> it's only 2023. <laughs> yeah. No. So anyway... Um, that's a drink. It's quite tasty. Yes, I, 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 I agree. So I made this drink and then um, I was like, I wonder like if there's a Yale or I think maybe I saw the Yale cocktail first and I was like, I wonder if there's a Harvard. So anyway, I Slate, wonder if there's a brown. There is, so Slate Magazine back in 2013 did an article in their drink section and the headline is every Ivy League school has a cocktail named after it and they rank them. Oh, that's yep. pretty subjective <laughs> yeah uh so actually first place is not the harvard that we had but the harvard cooler oh. which is a some of some of these colleges have a couple cocktails named after them so the harvard cooler is applejack or calvados which is like an apple look apple brandy kind of thing from france yeah lemon or lime juice simple syrup and club soda which sounds quite delish mm -hmm. i'm not a huge fan of calvados i gotta say but i might be willing to make this um and then there's 
like they have the Yale cocktail and they have Nouveau, which is like somebody updated it. And I'm going to say that it doesn't count. You don't get to use the Nouveau versions. If you're ranking these, you use like the old school 1800 versions. So yeah. dismissed Nouveau Yale cocktail. We'll get to the actual one. Always trying hard that Yale. So the Harvard cooler is number one. And number two is the Harvard cocktail, which we just said. Um, number three is the Princeton cocktail number one, which is gin, orange bitters, ruby port, and a lemon twist. There's Trader Vic's Columbia, which sounds fucking delicious, and I don't know why it's not number one. <laughs> it's two ounces of white rum, three quarters of an ounce of raspberry syrup, and three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. That would be a good cocktail. That does sound that There's no controversial ingredients. Mm-hmm. The Cornell Special, the Yale Cocktail, the original, the Dartmouth. It has a highbrow and a lowbrow version. Is the lowbrow just beer? All right, because so the, that would be the Dartmouth cocktail. Uh, it's just beer. So the Dartmouth highbrow is first. It's gin, uh, combier, and maple syrup. And then... Maple syrup. Yeah. That's great. I know. Okay. We'll get to the lowbrow one. Uh, <laughs> here we go. The Brown University cocktail. Chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> an ounce and a half of bourbon, an ounce and a half of dry vermouth, and two or three dashes of orange bitters. That's pretty okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like a Manhattan. And the the uh, slate review of the Brown University cocktail is one, one of the duller Manhattan variations known to man. In fact, I would prefer to drink whatever they're having over at RISD, <laughs> the Rhode Island School of Design, <laughs> which is also in Providence. A friend Allison graduated from RISD. The Pennsylvanian, right, for pen. Yep. A little boring, which is also Calvados and Madeira. The Dartmouth, the lowbrow, vodka, Midori, roses, lime juice, lemon juice, tonic water, and just regular old water. That is pretty I hate Midori, you guys. That's, that's the a like, little bright bit like green. A, that's a little bit like a, a hazing a drink. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's a frat drink. Here's here's the, the summary, because we're going from best to worst, right? So the two Harvard drinks were best. Yeah. We're going down the list. So Slate gives that recipe and then, <laughs> excuse me. The directions are put all that crap in a tall glass with ice and stir garnish for a fancier garnish spear together a green letter d a half lime wheel and a cut out yellow c from the rind of a lemon wheel ew <laughs> there's the entirety of their review ew <laughs> uh and then in last place is the yale bula bula it is dry gin, uh, dry gin, dry vermouth, blue curacao, orange bitters. Yeah. Yeah. Blue. Has to be blue. The It says creme yvette, necessary to the fashioning of the second drink on this list, which was the newfangled Yale, was off the market for 40 years when its manufacturer stopped production. And in its absence, those who wanted to turn their tongues Yale blue when wetting their beaks turned to this fluorescent atrocity. <laughs> There are a lot of incorrect ways to make a martini. The most popular include shaking and using vodka. The most spectacularly incorrect involves turning it the color of windshield washer fluid. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to make our way through a bunch of these Ivy League cocktails because that's the kind of people that we are. There we go. And uh, we'll let you know, but I'm going for the Cornell. That sounds great with the raspberry syrup. Oh, the Columbia. I'm sorry. Sorry, Cornell. Cornell doesn't look bad. It's gin benedictine lemon juice and mineral water Mm. that'd be fine but the columbia that's gonna be great 
All right. I'm in. Obviously, if you make it, I will. You'll drink, drink it. whatever I make, and you'll be like, "This is pretty good." Or like, "This isn't as good as some of the other ones, but still pretty good." Yeah. Have I ever made a drink where you're like, mm, "Not so much this one." Maybe. There have been a few where you're like, "It's not the best." I'm still going to drink it, though. I'm not going to tell you you did a crappy job unless you did a really crappy job. <laughs> and it hasn't happened yet. I mean, that all gets already pre-filtered. You're not going to give me something that's just like, ooh, try this. I absolutely would, and I think <laughs> I have. I don't know. There have been some where I'm like, I'm pouring this down the drain because it's so bad, but I'm not going to let you taste it because I know you'll drink it. Drain or drink it? I will tend to drink it. Mm -hmm, I know. It's time for Administrative Corner. I love Administrative Corner. It's the best. So the elevator broke today. Oh, my God. It sure did. I was downstairs with Brody and Vink, and I got them in the elevator, and we're going up, and it's going fine. And then the way the elevator works is when you get to the top landing, it just you have to hold the up button in, and then when you get to the landing, it stops automatically. The same thing going down. So I'm holding the up button in, and we made it most of the way up, and then it stopped as though it had reached the top of the landing but, but it, it had, had not. not no it had not no oh. so i was like interesting now some you got to hold those buttons in and sometimes i don't know like my finger moves or i'm just not pushing hard enough and i was like maybe that's what happens so i push and then it starts going like real slow bad it <laughs> made a real labored sound i was like oh, that's that's definitely not that's okay bad if it were a car engine you'd be just like oh it's not mm. this something's bad mm. grinding yep so it did get us you know the couple remaining feet up to the top and uh and then you tried it again later and it it, it went like a foot up and then was like nope only going down anymore yep so i called the elevator repair place florida lifts that manages our elevator and uh they're like four hours away like west palm beach or something way is north of miami yeah um but they have a guy who comes down to the keys on like tuesdays stays overnight in key west i think and on wednesdays and like services and i'm like today is wednesday like maybe they'll send Corey over yeah and maybe he's in key west <laughs> yeah and instead they're like the soonest that we have is february 16th and i went oh no <laughs> on the phone with the guy he's like yeah you know he's not going to the keys next week and then the week after he's totally booked up and then the week after that he's not going to the keys and then like he'll we we'll got you on the schedule for the next one and i was like okay like and That's then it, terrible so i'm like i've got to like i've got to get somebody to fix this like my shoulder is all screwed up i cannot carry dogs upstairs brody can't like hops can do the stairs brody can't really do the stairs she does the stairs for me she's fine with I it i know just for me she's like she looks at me and she goes roasty carry me <laughs> yeah so hops is okay but brody he can make it up the stairs himself but he it really hurts him it's very hard for him and i cannot carry him up and uh so i called around to some other places and then eventually like got delaware lifts which has an office in tavernier which is one of the keys but i got them in delaware and then <laughs> <laughs> i called the number listed for the place in tavernier but i got them in delaware and they're like okay like hang on let me transfer you to our florida office and then eventually somebody answered and i was like this is going on and they're like you need to talk to steve i think i just got like the general florida <laughs> office like not the tavernier place uh we got a guy steve and Steve usually can fix anything. So, like, talk to Steve. <laughs> Here's Steve's number. And I was like, okay. okay. So I call the number. 
And this guy answers, I'm like, is this Steve? And he's like, yep. And I was like, Steve, like five people have transferred me around, but they told me to talk to you about my elevator. He's like, yeah, great. Tell me what's going on. So I was like, this is happening. He's like, well, he's like, the problem with Florida lifts is that if you have a this kind or a this kind, they won't sell me the parts for it. And I was like, yeah, it's the second kind. He's like, yeah. And so I did some internet research later and the brand of elevator only sells parts to like licensed distributors of their elevators and Florida lifts is it in Florida. And Steve was apparently like stealing so much of their business that they won't sell them the parts anymore. So Steve's like, I would, I am capable of fixing it, but I can't get any parts that you need for yeah, it. And we I almost surely will need a part. Yes. I mean, they think that the elevator is hydraulic. And so they think the hydraulic pump is broken, like based on my reenactment of the sounds for the Florida lifts guy. I think in you the like morning. held the you held like the phone into the elevator shaft. No, didn't you? no. Oh, you did. I just made the sound. I went, <laughs> I'm like, it went whirr, and he's like, oh yeah, it sounds like the pump's gone. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. Um, so anyway, and then I called Florida lifts back, and I was like, listen, you guys, I've called everybody, and like you're the only ones. Can't you do anything? And they're like, nope, sorry. Like we would if we could. So we're stuck. But a couple people, including friend of the squad, STLBF. That is St. Louis Blues fan. Oh, STLBF, that's pretty good, actually. On Twitter. Um, maybe half jokingly was like scissor lift. And I was like, that's a fucking brilliant idea. I <laughs> know. Like, <laughs> I know. If, if you think you're joking with Jen, you got to be real careful because <laughs> nothing is impossible to her. Yeah. And I was like, we can just take off a railing from the porch. They did this when we had the spalling work done. Yep. I, I can see how they reattach it. Like that will definitely come off. We can put the scissor lift there and like that will totally work. And so I found like the equipment rental place here and I was like scissor lift. And they're like, here's how much. And I'm like, great, deliver it to my house. And then I went through the whole thing and they're like, well, we're not sure about availability. So hopefully somebody's going to call me tomorrow, but we're going to get one, you guys, <laughs> because there's no way we're going to be able to haul Brody up and down those stairs. We looked into Cherry Picker, which would have been like a fun little fire fire engine like exercise every time it would have been fun but the cherry picker was like the weekly price for the scissor lift was the daily price for the cherry picker yeah so it was it a lot more it would have been a lot of fun but but it's not yeah but it's not no. feasible so um our nice neighbors the one who let us use their pool um the guy there owns like a construction company and i he's got a like business deal with i think the the rental place that i talked to so like if they don't get back to me i'm gonna loop him in and we were both saying like he'd be so happy to help us with that oh he I was would like, he would yell at someone on, on your behalf in like a Wayne, second i need a scissor lift and he'd be like when do you need to buy honey and then it, like in an hour it would be here yeah he'd be like sorry it took so long <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh <laughs> something's gonna happen there's we're getting we're doing something I suggested putting it by a window and lifting him through the window <laughs> and then that we was got a bad the, idea the problem of still needing to we dump him down out of the through the window like a little slide we need a slide <laughs> but we'd have to get him up into the window to get him out i know i know it's and then i'm still lifting him which i'm not capable of doing yes no that 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 doesn't really solve the problem we, we need to slide down the stairs <laughs> yeah we and then uh yeah we could get one of those like um like i don't know dentist chairs and stuff have it or like the tables where you got the foot pump and that they're like pump 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 and then oh, the yeah. goes up, up, the up, barber up, up. the barber shop thing yeah like yeah the, the in the bugs bunny where they d they have like a little race exactly <laughs> yeah um very weird dated reference i think okay so that's administrative corner you have to take some filming of me carrying 
Brody up and down stairs. I mean, no problem. Up. You're going to be doing a lot of it. Up. Up. Yeah, he can go down okay. He goes down fine. All right, dog updates. Let's do Brody. Speaking of Brody. Yeah, he's not here right now. Brody's not joining us for the podcast because uh, he's having his elbow worked on. So I noticed a couple days ago that his elbow, where they had taken the little cancerous lump off, um, whenever that was, it was a little squishy a couple days ago, like just a little puffy. And then by yesterday, it was like there was a golf ball in there. It was a lump. Mm-hmm. Big old lump. Why do our dogs develop lumps? And then today it continued to be a big old lump. And I was like, we got to take him in. And they're like, come at 8 p.m. And I was like, great. So I brought him in and there's definitely an abscess there. Hopefully there's no cancer in there. Um, But there's a bunch of gunk in it. And so Jason's like, Dr. Jason, who was looking at it, he's like, yeah, you know, we got to get it cultured. But like... If we leave it, it'll probably rupture. And I was like, that's gross. And we don't want that to happen. And also it would probably hurt him. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, yeah, we should take it out. So they're going to do some surgery. They're going to drain it and, you know, take out whatever bad tissue is and close it up, put a drain in it. So we're going to be back to Brody in this waterproof sleeve. And he's gonna, not going to swim. No it. more he, swimming. He just poor seeps. rediscovered the joy of swimming. And now it is come back to haunt him because i suspect it's he you know he got some ick in there from swimming or rolling around in the leaves after swimming i still don't know how it gets through the skin barrier to the inside but whatever uh so anyway he is right now at, at we're recording it right now it's 10 p.m on wednesday he's at the vet sleeping deeply surgerized. he was like a snoring in the exam room while we waited he's for like the a doctor perfect patient in a lot of ways yeah. he's not stressed so I suspect they'll have him till the morning. If they want me to get him at midnight, I will, but may as well keep him in. Then I'll go pick He's him up. He's going to be sleeping. Yep. So that's Brody. Um, Guac went in and had his mouth surgery. Had the the two. He had one kind of small growth and one bigger, like, like lumps on his gum. Yep. Oh. Um, Epilis, I think, is the name for those. Hmm. You guys can Google that. I'm not sure that that's right, but I think that's it. They're like benign kind of fleshy growths. But Dr. Faith had said, you know, we probably want to take it off because like food and stuff can get stuck in there and then it can cause problems. And I was like, yeah, like, let's take it off. Yeah. And so food, food for example, <laughs> food, for example. So she I went to pick him up and she came out and she's like, uh, yeah, it's good we took those off because the big one, like, there was a bunch of grass in it. She's like, I took it off and I was like, what's all this green stuff? And it's just like grass was like stuck between his gum and the... What are you, flossing gum. with grass now, Guacaman? That's so weird. If you were flossing, it would be better. Yeah. He was not flossing. He was just collecting. He was just, just ch- chipmunking. Gross. Uh, she did note that his platelets were low, which I think they were last time that he, when, like, when he got his checkup. He just she needs to try why. harder. So she said she's going to talk to an internal medicine person about that, but who knows. Uh, but he's doing fine. He was real out of it yesterday. He was walking all weird. He <laughs> said he was real hyper before, like in the When we got to the vet, he was just, just like, happy. look at all these people like jumping around and like leaning on them and all excited. And then, uh, man, he was stoned out of his mind when I picked him up. Yeah, he was he was real weird and subdued and walked funny for like a yeah. day even today he's, he's been still weird. a little strutty you yeah know, like he doesn't know where the, the ground is so yeah. he, he kind of stomps a little bit more <laughs> to make sure uh, but he did go swimming today and he did 
chase tennis balls, so it, uh, which he wasn't doing yesterday. So he, he's getting more like himself. Yep. And she just cauterized those. So there's no stitches or open wounds or anything. So he's good. Yeah. And then we had Vinkin. Vink, because she was making weird sounds. Because her voice is broken. I had her do the moon in the office. Was that? I don't know. Did we talk about that on the last podcast? No. Yeah. So so her bark has gotten like, frankly, way less annoying. Deeper. Because <laughs> uh, it's not all squeaky. But like when we try to have her do the moon, it, she can't really get that like high pitched sound anymore. No, it's like. <laughs> and I took her into the vet and Sorry, I was like. You know, she seems kind of agitated and like her voice is all weird. And Dr. Faith is like, do you have a video? And I was like, I- I'm sure we've got a zillion videos. I'm like, let's. And I was like, actually, like you can just make her do it if you call her the moon. And Faith goes, now Vink's right here. So it's going to, I'm going to, she's probably going to get all reacty. Faith goes, are you the moon? And Vink's looks, looks at her and I was like, thank you, the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do it quiet so she doesn't do it now. Uh, not like loud, but just like kind of soft volume. And uh, and she starts doing it in the office and Faith was one, I think, kind of amazed. Uh, but two, like, oh, her voice sounds really hoarse. And I was like, great. OK, we can stop doing that because I feel a little bit dumb. It always takes Venka a while to come back down though, <laughs> yeah. doing the moon. So she took some chest x-rays and uh, they looked a little bit weird, but not like super scary. So we sent those off to a radiologist when I was picking up guac. She's like, oh, I have to give you your uh, x-ray results. And I was like, uh-oh. And she's like, no, it's not terrible. Uh, but she has pneumonia. She has pneumonia for sure. Uh, and some bronchitis, which we started her on antibiotics for. She's on like a Z-pack azithromycin, which we started when I brought her in. Um, Faith had also said like it could be long covid like because dogs get COVID and they tend not to. But we didn't even know she had short COVID. No, I mean, I think dogs don't show a ton of symptoms of it. And and she's like, we don't know anything about long COVID in dogs. I mean, we obviously are not COVID testing the dogs. She could have caught it when you had it. I mean, that would explain the brain fog. (laughs) (laughs) But you had COVID in April. Yeah. So. uh, I don't have pneumonia. No. And I mean, I would think if she was getting pneumonia, but, uh, you know, I think she's just like, yeah, I mean, maybe this could happen. Long COVID. Who knows? So I don't know. She could have just inhaled some water with some gross germs in it, too. Yeah, because she uh, drinks on her side. Did you mention she <laughs> she likes to lie down? No, there's not a lot of germs down. in that water. <laughs> have you seen the floaties that the other I dogs leave? I dumped that the- thing out. I, I clean <laughs> it. Anyway, she has pneumonia, but she's not coughing or anything. No, but I, she, she's gotten better in the last few days just from the antibiotics, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then... The radiologist said she also may have the beginnings of LARPAR, laryngeal paralysis, which, you know, doesn't really do much. It does affect their voice like that. Um, Bank, unless don't it be gets lazy. Really severe. Is it lazy voice? She it's, has lazy voice. Is, I mean, it's paralysis of the larynx. So By it, laziness. <laughs> it can get dangerous if it gets bad because they can, um, like when they swallow, they can inhale their food instead or or the water it can go into their lungs oh, so that would be bad but i mean we've had dogs who like we've rescued dogs who have that before and they breathe like they've got a really heavy breathing sound uh, like just normally it sounds like they're panting really hard and and their voice is way more screwed up than hers is so if it is that like she's got r- really mild case of it so far so yeah just keep an eye on it and she's been less anxious since the antibiotics too. I think so. She's not doing the weird stuff in the kitchen like she was last yeah. time. We talked about last time. This is not a scandal update, but still a 
fish competition update. Ooh, weights and fish. Yeah. There are no weights in fish, but heavily weighted fish. Whoa. Indiana <laughs> fish record falls again on Lake Michigan outing. Just two weeks after a Valparaiso man broke Indiana's 32-year-old fish record for the largest burn bot, another man came along and broke the record again, the Department of Natural Resources said. The fish is called burn bot? It's B-U-R-B-O-T. Burbot. I, well, I looked it up. Like turbot? So I looked up literally before we started burbot. recording. Burbot pronunciation. Here's what it says. Burbot. Oh. Th- burbot. B U R. B-A-A-T is how it's written out phonetically. Burbot. Bur- well, okay. Burbot. Burbot. Like a robot, but burbot. It's a fish. It's a fish. All right. You want to see a picture of it? It's well, Sure. There's a picture of the guy with the record setting one up there. It looks like a lake fish, kind of spotty. Yeah, trouty. Um, Philip, on January 10th, cut a new state record Burbot weighing 11.4 pounds on Lake Michigan. Wow. Yep. That the previous record was a 10.2 pound burbot. Then that beat the previous record by two and a half pounds. So this guy's 11.4 pound burbot is like a giant ass fish. Giant ass leap forward. Yeah. Good job. Burbot, a freshwater fish, can appear to some people as a cross between a whiskered catfish and an eel. Huh. They're part of the cod family. It can appear to some people. It sounds like a ghost. They're <laughs> native to Lake Michigan and feed on other fish. Ugh. Like a, ugh, like a bass. Burbot is often called a poor man's lobster because of its similar taste to the crustaceans. <sighs> I think you're not having much lobster if you think that lobster fish used to tastes be like a, Lobster used to be a poor man's lobster. I know. All right, so there you go. That's ramblings. Okay. Um, I have two items for Taste of the Keys. All right, bring it on. One is that the Dachshund Parade was this week. We missed it. Yeah, the Wiener Dog Parade. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, It used to be on like New Year's Day, I think. But anyway, it was on January 22nd. I would have gone if I had known when it was, but I only got the news after. But all these little dachshunds dressed up in costumes, and then they do a little parade. It's supposed to be dog inclusive, right? Not just dachshunds? I mean, it's the... Wiener Palooza Dachshund Parade, but there are some other dogs that kind of sneak in there. I think they're allowed. I mean, it's Key West. They're tolerant of other dogs. Mm-hmm. So, are they in costumes or are they just dressed up nicely? Oh no, I mean, there's some in costumes. That, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can probably just show up and do whatever. It's a very Key Westy parade. It's just like a bunch of people walking around with their dogs on the yeah, street. Yeah, that was like the whatever parade we were in that one time. Running of the bulls. Running of the it's bulls. Like a bunch of people walking around. Yep. I guess it's a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, the second story is headlined, Large Amount of Cocaine Recovered. Yeah, I saw that headline. Nearly $2 million worth of packaged cocaine was found in the Lower Keys on Monday and turned over to federal law enforcement. The two separate incidents occurred on Big Pine Key. That's not far from here. Sure is not. Between 3.30 and 6 p.m., Three bundles, each containing 10 separate packages of cocaine with a total weight of nearly 75 pounds, were located by a resident near the water on Long Beach Road. Oh, yeah. Yep. Up there at the end. Yeah. 25 bundles with a total weight of approximately 70 pounds were found just offshore of Big Pine Key by a Good Samaritan. So Gwen Filosa... I don't think that's the definition of Good Samaritan, that they save drugs. Yeah, well... 
Gwen Filosa, friend of the squad and now WLRN reporter in the Keys, tweeted about this and she tweeted, Drugs! Two million dollars worth of cocaine washed up on Monday on Big Pine Key in two separate instances. MCSO News says, that's the, uh, the Monroe County Sheriff's Office News. Locals are all like, quote, back in the 70s, we did drugs too, and we'd have taken it up north and buy Buffett tickets and not call the fuzz. And then she says, no, you wouldn't, Greg. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Someone responded to that, and they're like, how does somebody lose 75 pounds of cocaine? And Gwen is just like, people make mistakes. <laughs> She's very I mean, funny. They didn't have an air tag on it. Yeah, put an air tag on your they cocaine. sent it by Southwest. Guys, just don't have 75 pounds of cocaine. They sent it via southwest <laughs> airlines uh so there you go that's taste of the keys this week a whole school of square groupers what's a german word of the week uh now i know what this means but because we talked about it i thought it was desk potato schreibtisch is desk and then tater tater <laughs> <laughs> but it's more like dictator as opposed to potator i guess yes <laughs> but that goes in a different direction too it means a tater is a is a what did we say a perpetrator yeah um like a criminal Potator basically or perpetrator it's perpetrator. a perpetrator perpetrator <laughs> there we are again it's, <laughs> you get potatoes on the brain <laughs> look it's a desk tater it's a desk criminal mm -hmm. it's someone who commits criminal acts beh from behind their desk so it's like a nazi ingo it was referring to the administration officials in the nazi you know bureaucracy who just as effectively were responsible for killing people just because they were signing things mm -hmm. and processing the paperwork and working administratively yeah as they didn't personally shoot anyone but they are uh just as culpable schreibtischtäter i followed the uh auschwitz memorial museum twitter feed now mm. which is excellent and uh, they just had a whole thing like on the kind of final solution meeting and in Bunze. Yeah. And they had a whole bunch of the actual paperwork there. And I don't know that they used that word, but they may have like it came up very close to our discussion about it, though. That's not why we talked about it through Auschwitz, the, yeah. the, the curators. Yeah. Yeah. They, they probably may have. They may have. I mean, it was a, certainly it is a loaded word because it refers to to the holocaust yeah anyway they're a good follow the auschwitz museum the auschwitz mm -hmm. yeah auschwitz memorial on twitter is a good have you been follow. to the museum in dc i yeah a bunch of times no i have not been to auschwitz no nor have i yeah nor have i because it's in poland poland yeah yeah good word yeah i was trying to think of something else when filosa had sent around about the keys last week but i can't remember she just got a picture of the unicorn blinky unicorn she did guac with the blinky unicorn yes yes she li she likes it <laughs> she's a fan of that <laughs> yes yes oh here's oh she was uh jimmy buffett is coming back to key west oh my god the people are which crazy is, which about is jimmy buffett like coming. the second coming of buffett in these parts i mean this this makes taylor swift tickets seem like a joke to Jimmy, get. Jimmy Buffett is playing the largest venue in Key West, which seats 4,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> including a lot of most of its lawns. Very space. large. No, it sure is not. I mean, not for Jimmy Buffett. Not for, yeah, any Not for act, anybody, yeah. but yeah. 
uh that's probably they probably do have like a 200 seat theater or something and that's about it i tried to get tickets last week just to like resell them i was like they'll be extremely valuable and i like fucking ticket master oh all the swifties know my pain like i don't even like jimmy buffett i mean he's fine but i would not go to his concert normally but i was like i'm gonna get these tickets and i signed in in two browsers and it was like you can't be signed in in two browsers and i was like okay be signed in in this one then and then i like got to the front of the queue and then it was like sorry there's been an error and then it put me back oh. in the queue like behind two thousand people ticket master so i did not get any jimmy buffett tickets I which is fine maybe nobody did maybe it'll when felosa got some oh did she really she did oh good yeah, she'd been tweeting about it for like three days but oh, she good. got them yep. that's great i know i was well, pleased someone for her. someone nice did <laughs> she's not gonna scalp them either she's she's going yeah. with friends i'm sure oh the social capital that oh. you can plus she's a fan it sounds seeing like. buffett in key west I it's mean, kind of iconic it's uh, it's the thing yeah exactly it's i would hate it though it would just be a bunch of like pot smoking old people who think they're really awesome i don't know if they're There's even smoking pot anymore they're, it's too unhealthy they absolutely are smoking they are. pot. okay yes. oh look at we, you look at that fucking co- what was that terrible terrible concert we went to you and me and eva oh yeah and Bl- blink 182 i think no 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 that that was also terrible paramore <laughs> No, <laughs> Paramore was We're involved. We're thinking of different concerts. Oh. Fallout Boy is the one Fallout that you're thinking Boy, of. Fallout Boy, I am. I am thinking not of. Oh, that. you're thinking of Wilco. I'm thinking of Wilco. The, that was they're not are, terrible. <laughs> poor, they're good. <laughs> nothing to do with Wilco at oh, all. Oh, the experience was terrible. Yes. Ingo is like, I would like to go see Wilco. Yeah. And then he's like, Jen, you and Eva, also, you will come with me, and neither eva nor i were interested in seeing wilco trying to share some cultural experiences with everyone and i get lambasted i think if you had brought either one of us individually it would have gone better and it's not that eva and i did not get along but i think the energy of the two of us both really not wanting to be there was like not working it was like me dragging two iron balls around instead of just one <laughs> yes and the whole like uh let's go do this family thing together has like never worked when the three of us have tried to do it hmm. um so, but i mean i have since apologized because i was like such a bitch at that concert i was like i don't want to be here and it was at like wolf trap in virginia which is one of these out like their seats and also lawn outdoor venues and it was all these old people even I were like the two youngest people there. I'm sure there were other kids who got dragged along by their parents, but not many. And so it's like all these like middle-aged old people listening to Wilco, like smoking pot in this outdoor theater. And I like cannot stand being like, I hate the smell of pot period. And then if you take me to like some public venue where there's like pot smoke waft, it's one thing if you're walking down the street and like somebody's smoking in their house, but like if I'm at a venue and like that's what people are doing, there's no place I want to be less than that. You're such a square. I mean, that's fine. Like, <laughs> you guys, I hope everybody there was having a great time. Uh, no, was I was not. no reason for me to be there with them because I was not having a good time. Yeah, me, uh, me either because it was clear that you because were not bo- at all. Both me and Eva were like, what the fuck? This is terrible. Oh, I know. I know. Well, mistakes were I made. I feel bad. I don't know how I could have been in a better mood about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um lessons were learned but that's what the buffett concert would be like it would except it would be way older people 
Like this was this was like 50 something like suburban moms and dads like trying to regain their college youth nothing personal and go like you are of course the exception to all of them. Uh I've been to Buffett. I saw Buffett twice in Northern Virginia. Yeah? Yeah. Was it a bunch of old people smoking pot? I mean, at the time I was in my 30s. <laughs> it was not as old. He was pretty old. He seemed old. I mean, his but the fans were probably older than you. The other fans there. No, everyone was my age. Everyone remains always my age. <laughs> everyone is always going to be my age. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and he's like 75. <laughs> it was fine. We tailgated and everything. It was a whole thing. Was everybody smoking pot? That's no, we were drinking beer. No, I don't mean you guys. I mean oh, at the venue. I don't remember there being a lot of pot, and but it was like... Do you remember that at Wilco? It may just be a thing you don't notice. Um... Maybe I don't. I mean, we noticed it at Wilco, yeah. But it was like twenty years ago. It was super illegal in Virginia. That's true. You would not. I mean, you know, you probably would never come out of jail. <laughs> now it's like everyone kind of, you know, it's yeah. fine. It's not a big deal. It's legal across the border or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's not legal in Florida, and there's not a ton of pot smoking in, like, public pot smoking in Key West. Like you smell it yeah. out of people's houses sometimes, but not. It's a little more tolerated even in Key West. But you have medical marijuana. You didn't have that 20 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, medical it doesn't need marijuana. to be a medical way around talk. The point is that I'm not going to Jimmy Buffett concert or any concert where a bunch of people are smoking pot. And I hope if you guys do that, that you all have a great time. I'm not going. What do you, what do you mean? I'm not you talking about you. Who are you guys? I'm talking to the people who are listening <laughs> oh, to the podcast. Oh, the 10,000 people who listen to the podcast every okay. week. Well, I, was I don't want them to feel judged I'm if they sorry. have a good time going to concerts and smoking pot. I just don't want to come with you. Right. But like tweet at me and let me know that you had a good time because I'm happy for you. It's iconic to go to Jimmy Buffett in Key West. Yeah. That's a thing. Even though his Margaritaville Hotel was sold to someone else <laughs> recently. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Corporate. Man, everyone's a sellout. Uh, you got anything for Ingo Corner? I feel like we've oozed into Ingo Corner here. Oozed? Is this bad? You're making it sound like this is something to be oozed into. What are we going to talk about? Oh, you got a list. I got stories, but they're like, it's just random stuff. That Ingo, I, everybody loves your random stuff. And Th I, I don't even think I've it. told this story on the air. Mm. I think it needs to be said. Mm. And here's my, this is exactly good for Ingo Corner. This is good. <laughs> and I just get to go, hmm, interesting. I <laughs> this is completely out of left field for here, right? This has nothing <laughs> to do with pot smoking, Jimmy Buffett, Wilco, or anyone else. But we were talking, I mean... The big thing about Tesla is it's like autopilot feature, right? Mm -hmm. And how it doesn't really work and how it runs over kids and, and it doesn't see traffic lights, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I, my experience with this automation of cars has been quite negative and a little bit accidental mm -hmm. because when I bought my Jeep, it has like the upgraded package <sighs> and it has, it has cruise control where you can it'll follow a car, right? And it'll slow down if there's a car in front of you. Which means it has a small, has two cameras in there uh, behind the, the mirror and can see ahead of it. Mm -hmm. So it also has collision avoidance, mm -hmm. which was one of these long list of features when I bought it. I was like, eh, collision avoidance. You know, it also has a little, you know, so it, it can tell you if someone's in your blind spot, right? Yep. It has a little little warning light on the mirror. So it's like it was loaded with with features. Collision avoidance was one of them. 
and I didn't really notice it when I was driving until I was driving in Maryland once and I was going under an underpass when it in on a sunny day yeah and as soon as I came out of the shadow of the underpass all the brakes locked up and it immediately I mean, uh, several alarms went off very loudly too. Yeah. But it, but all the brakes went off, and I just stopped in the middle of the street, down from like forty-five miles an hour. Yeah. It was very scary. Luckily, no one rear-ended me, um, but it was not good. So I disabled that part of the <laughs> of the collision avoidance <laughs> system. You disabled that part, which is great. And then this is the red Jeep, which has been. It is now down here in the Keys, but it has been up in Maryland, and so I would drive it like when I was up for yeah. campus. And so you turned off the thing that applies the brakes, thank God. But it still has a thing on like the main display, like in front of the steering wheel, where it, it shows like this little like grow, like enlarging font into your face and it goes, brake! And it's like, it says brake really and big. And it like has the, a loud alarm. Yeah. There are like three or four times that I have almost gotten in an accident because the car like screams at me where I'm lit I'm like driving in the parking garage and it often is coming from shadow into light but other times yeah. too we're like there's nobody around there's nothing going on and the car screams at me and I and it would be breaking otherwise. I like instantly respond like oh my god should I break should I do whatever and like all it would all I would do is cause an accident if someone were behind me yeah and I was like I need to turn this off I cannot have the car like randomly scream at me like there's an emergency when there's nothing going on it is the least safe feature of that car is yeah. collision avoidance I, I have no faith in that technology no. to actually work in real world conditions if it can't tell the difference between a truck stopped in front of me and a shadow then I have real problems with it telling me what to do and deciding when to apply the brakes. Yeah. So it's this is my personal experience with this technology. It's not there yet. Yeah. It's not there. It is, in fact, dangerous. Hmm, interesting. There you go. Mm -hmm. Little <laughs> anecdote from my life, not relevant to dogs. <laughs> hey, that's what Ingo Corner is for. There you go. I've I've now actually used my Ingo Corner ticket. Nice for the work. day. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about in Ingo Corner? No, I'm sad that we keep losing the lotto that we keep playing. We did, keep did we play it this week? Uh, we played after the billion dollars. Someone won the billion dollars. We played it again and lost again. That yeah. was the one where we got one t one number. One number. We talked about that last time. Out of 40. You haven't played since then? Not as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I may have a ticket for me. Ooh. We haven't played. <laughs> Secret millions. I have not played, no. <laughs> Look at Hop. She's sitting up all regal and outraged. Uh, she's been real huffy today. Huffer dog. Quite huffy. All right, well, let's go deal with her. Yeah, I think it's a good time for it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next week, Slava Ukraini. Oh, yeah, now with m with tanks. Now with extra tanks. Now with tanks. <laughs> and don't put anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye.